Welcome to Brazen, a weekly podcast where we get down and dirty on how we can live a more bold, curious, and vibrant life. We are your hosts, Callie Hughes, a self-care coach and nurse practitioner, and Valerie King-Maller, a business growth and mindset coach. In this podcast, we are helping women stop people-pleasing and perfectionism, awaken their inner badass, and discover what can happen when we take the lead in our own life. Join us as we explore everything available to us when we brazenly take accountability for our life and well-being. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Brazen Podcast. We are your hosts, Callie and Valerie. And today we are continuing on our series of how your insecurities show up in your leadership. And today we're going to be focusing in on the topic of having difficulty taking feedback. So this is like, if you find that you get defensive when you're presented with feedback, or if you feel like you just kind of shut down, this episode is for you. So before we get started with that, Valerie, how are you doing this week? What's something that you're loving? So this week I've been spending a lot of time doing research on financial independence and like investing and kind of everything sort of money related and just how to sort of better educate both myself and clients about, you know, wealth management or increasing their you know, portfolios and all of that stuff. And I have parents who are very financially savvy, but it's not something I felt like I ever really understood. So it's been really cool to kind of dive into that whole world and also just like the impact it has on women's rights. And when you think about like how so much of what's held women back is not having any financial independence and not being able to, I think it was like in the seventies that they finally were able to get credit cards or something like that, or have a bank account. I don't remember exactly what it was, but yeah, like not needing your husband or your dad to like co-sign with you on a credit card. (laughs) That is like insane to me. And wasn't that long ago. (laughs) I know I was thinking just like how, like my grandmother was a VP of a bank or credit union, I think. And she couldn't have even had a credit card herself at that time. And I'm like, that that is so weird to me, but I just like really wanted to kind of dive into the intersection of, you know, financial independence and women's rights, encouraging clients to really look at their finances and making sure that they're set in case anything happens, whether it's, you know, divorce or anything happens with their business or kind of like, their legacy planning with their children or, you know, any of those things. So it's been really cool to kind of dive into that world as like a new thing for me. Hmm, I love that. Yeah. I've been like trying to follow different people on Instagram and TikTok and stuff like that, who talk about, you know, just financial literacy and, becoming more, you know, financially savvy and independent Mm -hmm. and all of that. And it really seems like a lot of the strategies that our parents might've used for like, you know, legacy planning and wealth management and like passing on generational wealth and that kind of thing. It seems like a lot of the practices aren't really like 
best practices now. So there is a lot of value, I think, in educating yourself in, you know, the different ways currently to build your wealth and make sure that it's protected. And yeah, I think that's amazing. That's something that I really want to dive into more too. So keep the book recommendations coming. Yes. On that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel like we always like work with clients to help them like increase their wealth, but not necessarily like kind of what to do after. So it's been yeah. it's really fun to kind of talk about. And so, yeah, totally. Well, today's topic is focusing on having difficulty taking feedback. And that might be one of the ways that your insecurity is showing up in your leadership. So we're going to break this down and we're going to kind of talk about some different signs that this might be an issue for you and some reasons that it's important to kind of reflect on that if it does describe you and kind of work on overcoming that mental hurdle. So let's get started. Val, do you want to start off with the first way that you can tell if you have trouble taking feedback? Yeah, this is probably the most obvious one, but if you feel that you're immediately defensive, the minute someone gives you any type of feedback, that is definitely a sign that you really struggle with it. And if you do know as a fact, that is who you are, take, you know, 10 seconds before you respond, because in that immediate, like couple moments, you are very likely to just react emotionally as opposed to taking time to process what the person is saying. And ideally you'll take longer than that if you feel that you need to respond, but trying to kind of piece out what is valuable from what they're giving you can be really helpful in sort of avoiding that. But if you do feel that you get that immediate, like emotional feeling when someone gives you feedback, then you know that you might be struggling with this a little bit. Yeah. And just to add on to that, rather than getting angry, if you get really filled with shame or feel like you want to start crying, or if you feel yourself shutting down and kind of just like going into this mental place where you're not even really like mentally present anymore, that kind of encapsulates the fight, the flight and the freeze response right there. So like, those are three of the most common ways that people respond to stress. And so it's definitely worth kind of digging into that a little bit and figuring out where that reaction might be coming from. And like Valerie said, you know, taking an extra beat to just kind of let the initial emotion settle. And the first thought that you have is based on like your conditioning And so that would be like that initial knee-jerk reaction to like, you know, lash back out at them or like deny that there's an issue or cry or just like shut down. The second thought that you have is actually you. It's like your current reprogrammed thoughts. So that's what you're kind of waiting for. You want to get over the initial wash of emotion. The next way that you can 
tell if you have difficulty taking feedback is if you never ask for feedback because you don't want to receive the criticism. This is often tied to the flight or the freeze stress response because you are just avoiding going there at all. And this is usually people who have kind of been mentally conditioned to interpret feedback or suggestions as criticism and as like a negative thing. And this is honestly really common because for a lot of us, the way that we were raised, you know, through not necessarily any fault of our parents, it's how they were raised, but how we were raised is that, you know, the expectation of perfection and for not messing up. And if you did mess up, that was when you received the critical feedback and it was delivered usually in like a more negative way. So we've kind of associated that with negativity. So we just have to kind of work on rewiring our thought process there and understand that feedback isn't negative and in a healthy workplace, feedback is used as a tool for helping you grow. And it's not like an assumption that you suck or you're terrible at your job. Nobody likes you, any of those things. It's more of just like a, Hey, this is what I'm seeing. And I want to help you work on it. Number three is you find that you just don't trust or you change how you feel about a person that gives you feedback. So that generally means you've taken it really personally and you've seen it as that the person has ulterior motives in giving you the feedback. I have seen like with managers I've worked with in the past that they immediately stop liking the person, whether it's someone above them or below them that gave the feedback, they immediately don't trust them anymore and change how they deal with them. And that can be a really dangerous thing as a manager (laughs) to not be able to kind of like separate their feedback from some sort of like attack on you. So if you find that you're immediately untrusting of anybody that gives you feedback, that is one of the top signs that you really struggle with feedback in general. And number four is that you're unable to acknowledge mistakes that you've made. And this kind of also goes back to that, you know, facade of perfection that we try to project into the world and the workplace. And this can be a sign that you have trouble taking feedback because if you never make mistakes, you are never going to be getting any negative feedback. But in reality, Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody makes, you know, bad judgment calls or uninformed decisions at some point. And if you're in a healthy workplace, that is expected and actually encouraged because that's the only way that innovation can happen and improvements in processes is trial and error. And sometimes it's right in the name, there's error. (laughs) (laughs) So an inability to acknowledge your mistakes really just kind of really makes people around you look at you as if you're not a secure person and you're not a good leader. You need to be able to 
be humble and admit your shortcomings. And that gives your team the permission to do the same. So now let's kind of dig into some reasons that it's important to learn how to take feedback well as a leader. Val, you want to kick us off with this too? (laughs) Yeah. And before I start, I just want to say that when I look for leadership qualities in people, the ability to take feedback is one of the top ones I look for, because without this, you're likely not going to grow in any way, shape or form as a leader. And it can be very difficult to work with someone that isn't able to take the feedback and grow from it. So if you do find that the four signs that we gave you apply to you, it is something that's really important to work on because it will truly make you a better leader. And so the first thing is it allows you to continuously improve. And so anytime you are getting feedback, The whole point of that is so that you can take a look at your current actions or leadership style and modify it to fit kind of where you're going as a leader or as a company. And it allows you to have that self-growth that's so important in every area of your life. So being able to take feedback, kind of parse out the important parts of it, and then apply it to your behavior, as I said, can just be a game changer for you. And you'll look back, you know, and like a year later and be like, oh my God, I've come so far. But if you're unwilling to kind of take that feedback, you won't have that growth. Yeah. Number two is that it builds trust with your team by learning how to take feedback well, or even ask specifically for feedback with your team above you. So like your bosses, it builds trust that they know you can accurately assess your shortcomings and that you are seeking out opportunities to improve your performance and build your skill set. And then asking your direct reports for feedback or accepting feedback well from them, it builds trust with them because they know that you are humble and you know that you're not perfect and that you don't have that expectation of them either. And it allows more of that open flow of communication back and forth. And it also kind of like demonstrates to them how to take feedback well. And so it really just kind of builds that culture of trust and openness within your organization, both above and below your position. Yeah. I feel like going back to the concept of not being able to acknowledge mistakes too. I think that when you are someone that can take feedback or acknowledge mistakes with your team, it just creates such a safer workplace and it makes them feel like you're not going to attack them for a mistake that you made or that you're willing to say, Hey, I like screwed that up, but this is how we're going to fix it going forward. And that can just be like a huge team building thing that is kind of unexpected. Like it doesn't feel good to admit mistakes, but then you're like, wow, that actually 
felt good. Like we all feel kind of like that we are able to do that and move on. And number three is it makes you more adaptable and innovative as a business. And as a leader, I think in particular, when you're making decisions, getting feedback on how that decision played out can allow you to make stronger decisions going forward. So for example, if you handled a particular customer complaint, one way and it had kind of a different outcome than you expected. Being able to hear that information allows you to kind of adapt your style for future situations like that. So I know that we've talked a lot about the idea of failing up, but like getting feedback because you've made a mistake can allow you to do that thing better in the future and not make that same mistake again, which as we talked about in the beginning, just leads to you growing as a leader and your business allowing to like innovate and be more creative as you go. Yeah, totally. And so if you are looking for more tips on how you can actually build your tolerance for leadership, I would encourage you to check out our Brazen Patreon. So one of the things that we are offering in the second and third tiers of our Patreon subscription is short little like exclusive podcasts. And so this month, my topic is tips on how to build your tolerance for feedback. So if you are identifying with anything that we're talking about in this episode, then I would encourage you to invest a couple of dollars a month in yourself and your own personal growth. And those tips that I'm going to be posting in there just exclusively for Patreon subscribers, it's going to give you some really actionable ways to do some self-reflection and build your skills in that area. So that wraps it up for today. Be sure to check us out next week. We'll be back with another topic and we're going to be wrapping up our series on how your insecurities are showing up in your management. So be sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss that. And we'll see you next time. In the meantime, keep being brazen. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Brazen Podcast. We'd love to hear more about your parenthood or child-free journey. So please feel free to email us at hello at brazenwomen.com. If you liked this episode, please rate, review, and share the episode so we can get the word out there. We'll be back here next Tuesday, but in the meantime, keep being brazen.